Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Bubble Boys, the mayor, hanging in the mayor's office on a very, I don't know, bright Monday morning? I'm feeling vibes, man. I'm feeling like not only is this a normal Monday, not only is this just a, a regular day, it's an extraordinary day. The sun seems brighter, the breeze seems crisper, and I'm just in a general good mood. But as, before I tell you why, I just want to say, check, make sure you check out the show and all the other shows in the New Amsterdam Radio Canon by heading up newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. You can see more information about this show and all the other shows in the portfolio. And if you just want to unlock bonus video, bonus interview content, show notes, all that good stuff, become a member of the Boisterous Crew. That's what we call our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Boys. That's me. F-L-O-B-O-B-O-Y-C-E to unlock that bonus content and more special shout out, all that good stuff. And well, back to me, how I'm feeling. I finally got one of my creative projects done. I was meaning to expand my computer system to have a second screen. And after a bit of a battle with dongles, I actually have a second screen now, which allows me to run my interviews more smoothly because I can have my subject on one screen and my notes on another. Technology, isn't it grand? But it's funny how just a certain change can change your whole mood. Much like my guest today, Reem Thierry, wrote a book called Internal Healing. And I got to ask her questions about the process, the struggle of mental health, especially post-pandemic in the year of 2020. And her perspective was something I really did appreciate. So sit back, relax, check the mind, right? <laughs> and here's my talk with Reem. New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for your creatives. And well, as always, I am not alone. You see, during this pandemic, I've been trying to figure out the best sense of self. And my guest today is all about that in her own way. Her book, Internal Healing, is available now. And I just want to know just a little bit more about that because I go through some stuff too. Please welcome Reem Tierra. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel humbled and honored to be with you and your wonderful audience. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone here at NewAmsterdam.com are creative thinkers and doers, and you are a creator, thinker, and doer yourself. Uh, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the book, Internal Healing. I actually read it uh, about 24 hours ago, and it's starting to, like, take hold. Like, when you read it at first, you're kind of like, <laughs> I wonder how this applies to me. But as a creative, there's some cool things you can pull from. Uh, what was the idea behind the book and, and your processes with that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I I am a coach, and I discovered I, I enable people to go from self sabotage and inner critic to uh, unleash their genius parts and to build a self leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while working with people, I discovered that the basic skill, the soft skill um, behind all this, is self love and self acceptance. And because I've been in a very dark places myself, in 2015, I was on top of a banking career, just landed a promotion. Wow. I had uh, snatched my dream house, uh, um, a townhouse, 
that was expensive and that was the top of my bucket list. And I was really supposed to be happy having this beautiful husband, two kids. What, but internally, I kept bulldozing myself, criticizing myself, shaming, blaming. I was really in a really dark place internally, mm -hmm. dealing with anxiety attacks. And people would say, oh, you need only vacation. You need to take it easy on yourself. And you wouldn't understand. And by not understanding, they uh, completely <laughs> uh, made me think that, yeah, I, I don't, I shouldn't feel that way. I should, I was not seen, I was not heard, and I suppressed further and further till one day I became suicidal. Like, okay, I don't want this uh, amount of pain anymore. I, I mm -hmm. let's finish it. <laughs> and because I'm a bit religious person, that kept me going because, okay, if I stop suffering here for more suffering in the here thereafter, that's a bad deal. So right. I, <laughs> and I, I, had this illness, um, weird disease, and no doctor knew about how to cure it. And I went through a hell of a lot of specialists, therapists, treaters, healers. And I was like, this is stress. This is anxiety. I need to go to the root. And the root is I don't like my life. I don't love myself. I, I'm mm. not okay being me. And I started from 2015, this weird journey of discovering myself uh, accepting myself, loving myself. I was not really putting that kind of label on it, but just, okay, I feel angry all the time. What does yeah. it, this came from? And I would sit with my feelings and hear them as if they're friends, as if their story is somebody else's story without judgment, without, like just with curiosity. And um, of course I had access to a wonderful therapist, but they wouldn't get everything about me. And I felt like, no, something missing. Right. And I went to spirituality. I, I went, I read books. I, I, I put a lot of work <laughs> in rebuilding myself. And so I, I, I became a coach to enable people, um, entrepreneurs. At first it was only about entrepreneurs and um, high achievers achieve more because I've built two successful uh, businesses on Amazon as a coping mechanism for my anxiety because it was my favorite coping mechanism was keeping busy. So I right. would do everything to keep me busy from feeling these kind of weird feelings. And I discovered oh, I'm amazing at this. I will sell courses about it. And then I became co coach and it, it unraveled from there. And the pandemic hit and I became a coach by accident for friends. They recommended me to other friends and other friends and I would teach them how to self stop self-sabotaging themselves, how mm -hmm. to stop hating themselves. And this latest client of mine is a beautiful, beautiful soul. She's a singer. She became more and more, uh, getting more and more fame and being out there, but she didn't feel fulfillment. She didn't feel happy about herself. She would like even became, because success and business and creativity was her coping mechanism. And once you, she fulfilled that, it became, the dosage was not <laughs> enough anymore. So it, it was beca becoming weird. We met, we connected by accident, a beautiful accident in life. And yeah. um, she made me realize that it's 
the starting point. Self-love is the starting point for everybody. And that's why I wrote this book. It's a free, it's my contribution to the world and this pandemic. It's my BA action <laughs> from the bottom of my heart. I care. I care about people as much as I care about myself. That's my right. superpower. And I wanted to tell people that you cannot access love. You cannot access fulfillment no matter what you do because it's actually not about doing it's about being it's about mm. who you are and when you fight yourself or when you're in in a war with yourself you cannot be at peace with anything no matter no matter what you achieve no matter the goal no matter and sometimes it's a kind of a self sabotage uh, to um, make you not achieve a goal. It's uh, because it's um, something that removes you from more pain. You're already in pain of hatred, self-hatred. So you sabotage yourself by not achieving because, oh, if you don't achieve, you feel like a loser and that's more pain on an already a painful situation. Does that make sense? Oh yes, it does. It does. Uh, you, you did. You did say a lot that, that I think we can all pull from. Uh, first of all, uh, it 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 is. You can't be understated the feeling of of coming back from something like dark thoughts, quite like that. And so, uh, I guess congratulations for pushing through and persevering. Uh, but there's a lot of things that what we as creatives we, we worry about. We do worry about whether or not we are doing things just because to be seen as doing things. And so, you mentioned you started your business, but it was a coping mechanism. What is the 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 big red flag? Uh, that creatives have when we are saying, oh, we're just hustling and trying new things versus, oh, I'm just using this as a coping mechanism. How can you tell the difference? Uh, actually, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's not possible. It's not yeah. possible to feel the difference. It's while you achieve something you really care about, you take a moment and you say, okay, uh, now what? And if you're not in a state of self-awareness, that's the, the buzz word, <laughs> but if you're not in the state of knowing yourself and not feeling, uh, what made me uh, realize that, that I, I was um, a poor kid. We had problems, my father divorced us, and he went out from the home, and from uh, that moment, it was a struggle for me and my mom. And uh, so having uh, the beautiful home, having a caring husband, having uh, a really successful career was for me a ways to be seen like an artist, to be famous, to, to do the gig, to have like uh, be seen is part of healing mechanism or healing something that we didn't have. But if you don't see yourself, no matter the external eye, it won't be enough. And we know beautiful, beautiful artists who kill themselves at a young age because no matter the fame, no matter the fortune, they couldn't see themselves enough. So mm. you take just a moment, you put your chin on your chest, you take few inhales, and you think, how am I? How do I feel? Am I okay? Is everything okay? If not, okay, let's hear it. And it's counterintuitive, but the more you embrace 
what you don't like about yourself, the more you find yourself. It's there. The answer is not pushing through. If you're trying hard, try easy for a warm for <laughs> for a change. Yeah. yeah, try try soft, try smooth. Try to sit with yourself just for and people avoid that because they think, okay, if I stop and listen to myself, I will unravel, I will crush down, I will not <laughs> it will not be possible to come back for five years. But that's not true. Yeah. If you yeah. really go deep and accept everything, it's a 60 days operation. Who has the 60 day? I have shortcut, but it's really a 60 day thing because um, I don't know if uh, you heard about Dr. Carolina Leaf and her wonderful work on neuroscience. She discovered that we change habits and we change completely personality in 64 days. Wow. And that yeah, that's th the three amount, three times the um, entire cellular renewal. It's mm. every 21 day we change entirely our cells. Uh, we die and live. <laughs> we yeah, yeah, yeah. Entire recreation all the time. And in 64 days, we are a completely new person. Uh, if we adopt a new behavior, if you adopt a new uh, positive belief or something, it takes that long to, to build. So for creatives who uh, doesn't know who they are, I actually have reassuring <laughs> information. You don't have to know who you are. You just have to accept who you are, to love who you are as you are in this moment. And layer by layer, everything that you are not will fall off, will unravel, and the true self will shine through. Wow, <laughs> that's that's profound. I appreciate that. Uh, well, uh, your, your book it's it's available now on reamtheory.com. Uh, absolutely free, like you mentioned. I want to take an ex excerpt here. Uh, it says here which I thought was pretty interesting. You said emotions are energy in motion and that yeah. slow motion is important. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, my method about self-love is uh, about the mind, the body and the soul. And if you have been working on your mind and body and still feel that something is missing, you're right, something is missing. And that's wow. the soul and that's my special blend. <laughs> but for for the body, you have to access self-love. You can access self-love by two really easy things. The first one is the breathing. The breathing is the essence of existence. We can go without food, without water, but we don't uh, can uh, we cannot go without breathing. And so there are breathing techniques, there are breathing methods to calm the, the brain, to change the pH of the blood. Like breathing is amazing. And the second thing is healing the emotion that are blocked in, your, in our body. No matter how caring people around you, no matter how lovely your life was, you suffered through uh, your life, especially the 18 first years, and your body remember. Uh, we are not a drop in the universe. We are the universe in a drop. And the universe is made of 5% visible things and 95% of invisible things. 
and we are the same. We, we have over 95% of invisible things in us. And our pain, there are a lot of healers, energy healers that advocate that who, wherever you have a pain, it tells something about your story. So we are not healing pains, but just healing unconscious pains that didn't ravel. Uh, so when you move slowly, it allows energy in your body to move and remove blockage. And that's oh. emotions, in energy in motion. So uh, you have to go for a slow walk, maybe, or even uh, and, and reload or unload the dishwasher slowly. Water your flowers slowly. Do anything slowly while completely present in the moment and checking that you are enjoying this moment, enjoying what you're doing, um, not thinking about what should be or could be or would be, but really be in the moment. And that's kind of meditation. It's uh, something that I discovered in Japan. And they would go and do, the monks would do slow gardening, a really slow gardening, like, <laughs> come on already do it <laughs> awesome yeah i've got and things was, to do today yeah and I, I was like this is hard and he said yeah normal it's it's supposed to be hard because you're not supposed to be aware of your body so you're not supposed to be aware of the blockage but if you do it uh people who uh know about chakras it heals the first and the second chakra and the first chakra is the root chakra, is, is the, the baby <laughs> of raising chakra. And the second chakra is the chakra about who you are. So it's, uh, I mean, our body is our vehicle, is our presence. And it, it, it's also embodies the emotion we felt throughout mm. the day. And a lot of people are completely disconnected with their emotions. Like if I could, Ask someone sometimes, I, I had this client, how do you feel? And she would say, I don't know. And she was really unknowing of her feelings. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. And I was like, okay, do this for a few days and we will talk later. And she was like, I'm really sad, but I don't really know why. And if you don't address the basic emotions, they develop in secondary emotions and then they become complex and they, so, Baby steps, literally, baby steps, slow motion, and you can do yoga, you can do Tai Chi Chuan, you can do a lot of these oriental techniques that helps unblock these emotions mm. in your body. And you're currently based in, in France. Yeah, but uh, I, because I've started while I was uh, visiting Sweden for a year, I, um, I felt like I'm going international. Then oh, yeah. by chance, yeah, by chance, three of my first paying clients, one was Kuwaiti, one was based in UK, and the third one was in US. And I found myself speaking English. So I was like, you know what? This is meant to be. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Uh, but, but but your perspective, though, over the past year, uh, 2020, uh, we've all lived through it. We all have our opinions of it. Uh, you had told me before you went live that there is an epidemic of mental health issues within the pandemic. Uh, just wanted your per perspective on that from where you're based. Yeah, yeah. It's, 
it's in common knowledge in in, um, in social media around us and radio and tv everyone is like fed up with the situation anxious the news is not really cheerful and there's Fair. <laughs> all Fair. kinds of of sadness and grieving even for people we don't know like if when you say a billion a million dead in the world like that's a lot of pain and uh, a lot of us before uh, corona hit was keeping busy as a coping mechanism socializing as a coping mechanism to avoid getting stuck in our head and being with ourselves and all of a sudden we are forced compelled to address what's wrong with ourselves so some of us binge food, <laughs> use binge food rather, or Netflix or drinking, but that would get you so far. And I really truly believe that we have to take awareness of the pandemic inside the pandemic of mental health and anxiety. If we don't do that, the consequences may not be as bright and beautiful. The after corona may not be as bright as beautiful because it leaves stigma in the body and mind. And stress is not only it builds, but it's uh, something that we inherit from our parent and our great uh, parent. It's epigenetic. Uh, it's in our gene. We inherit the response and the trauma of the people that gave us life. Uh, so it will rebuild. It will go to the next generation. So if we can just heal now while we have the awareness of it and not uh, give it further because it, it's not the kind of heritage we want, right? Absolutely. If, if people can actually book you now currently to sit there and talk to them and show you their issues and their problems, correct? Yes, yes. You can find the link uh, in my website. Uh, yes, I'm available. You can book the available slots uh, and I'm, I'll be there, <laughs> of course. I, I'm really happy to, to allow people to access their inner genius, their inner wisdom, their everything marvelous inside of them. And that's why my book is free because every, Everything starting from that is wonderful. And I love how conscious uh, creative people are, how, how they are aware that we are all connected on the same boat, people. We care about each other. So for these people to be able to go even further and uh, bringing joy and peace, that would be my pleasure to help. And the fact you're doing that says a lot about the character because you can just know the secrets and not tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the fact you wrote a book. It's amazing. So everybody can just see it for reference. Again, it's called Eternal Healing and it's available at your website at reemtiari.com. And well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today, Reem. I, I really like understanding the, the mental struggles that we go through as creators when we're building our own little platforms or even our big platforms. But I guess for now, I have to ask you if I wanted to follow you online and all your things online, how I go about doing that? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I have this small <laughs> account, Building R. And uh, it, it's just my name, Reem Thierry. You can find me uh, with pleasure. And before uh, we uh, go separate ways, if we have uh, five more minutes, I wanted to, to give a free gift that can uh, lessen the burden <laughs> of the inner critics inside of us and allows sure. you to go lighter for the week. 
Yeah, so uh, try to close your eyes, put your chin on your chest, take a few slow breaths, and ask your inner critic uh, to show up a little. Tell this inner critic, maybe it's a she, it's a he, that you're curious about her. For me, it's a he, it's a she, so <laughs> um, that you're curious about her, that you're curious about her, why she's doing this, why she's blaming, why she's criticizing everything, what is her main fear? Don't think about the answer, feel it. And ask this inner critic, how old is he or how old is she? Again, don't think about it. And now tell this inner critic, thank you for holding my back and pushing me through and making me go further. I appreciate it, everything you did for me so far. And ask this inner critic to trust you more because you're not the same small boy or small girl he or she had to protect. You're a grown-up, you're stronger, and she or he can trust you to go out of in the world. And feel his response or her response to that. That's it. You wow. do that, yeah, you do that a few times a week, and you will see that by addressing gratitude and love to this inner critic, the voice will lessen a little bit, the volume will lessen a little bit. Advice for life. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. The same here. I feel lucky to be on the show. Thank you. so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.